Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and a man who for the 52nd consecutive week has not gotten caught up in the latest Twitter beef, one Chris Domingo. <laughs> Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always during the pandemic, as we like to say, air quote, Saturday morning, sir? Roy, I'm doing great. And I'm glad that like our scouting department a week before the draft yes. brings in an actual football mind instead of us jabronis trying to like pretend that we know what we're talking about. Yeah, so so Chris and I, for those of you who have listened to the show, and I'm glad you guys have, you know, we're the type of guys who go on the uh, the draftnetwork.com, you know, go through a couple mock drafts and think we know everything about the draft. But obviously, that's not the case. So we had to make sometimes, a call to the board. Sometimes if we're fancy, we'll pay like $4.99 a month to get like the all seven round guy. No, by, and by we, by, by we, he means Chris, because I am not that fancy. But but we made the call to the bullpen. We got an, an expert to join us on the show this week, a long overdue uh, guest, by the way. Joining us on the show, uh, host and co-founder of 4th and John, our good friend, Gail Saunders. Gail, how's it going, man? Hey, Gail. Hey, man. I'm, I'm living the dream, not as in Dream Team, but I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream. Uh, draft season is right around right around the corner. I, I mean, draft season's been going on for months, but it's my favorite time of the year. No, I know it is. Uh, you can follow Gail, by the way, at Eagle Sessions on Twitter. Um, we're going to talk about the draft in a second, but I want to talk about Fourth and John for a little bit, how you guys got started. So, again, a lot of people may not be familiar with you and the crew. So just kind of, you know, if you could, just take a couple minutes. Just let the folks know. Let the folks out there know how you and Fourth uh, and John got started. Yeah, back in the day, uh, you know, me, me and E have been friends for uh, a long time. Uh, e, e, he's just um, when we started to uh, think about what we wanted to create, uh, you know, E has left Fourth and John, but um, you know, in the beginning of uh, the brand, it was pretty much we wanted to do something that was a little bit outside the box. Uh, mm-hmm. I come from a analyst background, so uh, I started with uh, Roto World and NBC Sports. I was doing my draft analyst stuff over there. Uh, e was doing his, uh, his his you know he's all over social media, and yeah. so we w- wanted to bring. Eagle fans closer to the, the, you know, the game that they love and uh, really just, uh, you know, just coming, coming from a, a different point of view and uh, having fun with it. Cause at the end of the day, you know, Eagles football can be a little bit uh, tense amongst fans. You think <laughs> so, you know, we try to come from a different angle. I got my uh, co-host Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Prime. Uh, we're, he, Prime is a, a super fan himself. So if you see a guy walking around with a prime mask, a Transformers mask, <laughs> that uh, don't be afraid. Shout out to my guy Mal Davis and Chris Malley, who have been helping us along the journey. Now you guys have an awesome team over there. Um, and again, you, you always said like, you know, it's uh, when you see the fourth and John guys, like, they, you know, the party somewhere nearby, like they're always, you know, around the party. And speaking of the party, I do want to mention this before we get too deep into combo. You guys have something coming up next month. May twelfth, the uh, the Eagles, the Autism Challenge fundraiser. Um, you, can you take a few minutes to talk about that? Yeah, man, I, we're, we're all just tr- coming together. We're uh, forming like Voltron, tr- trying to uh, raise money for uh, Eagles Autism Challenge. Um, it, it just it's a great event, the whole event that the Eagles put on. But it's it's a great opportunity to uh, give to a great cause. We'll be giving out some gifts. All you got to do is show up. Uh, we'll be we'll be guest bartending. I know nothing about bartending, <laughs> but I will just uh, you know wave and pass out beers, whatever I got to do to help uh, a good cause. 
Yeah, so check out, again, the 4th and John uh, Twitter feed, at 4th and John, uh, for more information. Again, it's the Eagles Autism Challenge fundraiser coming up May 12th. I think it's a Top Tomato. Is that where it is? Yeah, Top, top tomato. tomato. Yeah, Top May Tomato. 12th. Nine, yeah, 9 to 12 on May 12th. Um, again, check their information um, on their Twitter feed for, for more about that. All right, let's talk about the draft now. We got you on. Again, you talked about your background, you know, with NBC's Roto World, your big draft guy. You got the uh, Talk the Prospect series over over 4th and John. Um but you even went down to Mobile, Alabama this week, uh, this year uh, for the Senior Bowl. Now, what was that experience like? Now, it's, it's something that I've, we covered it last year, but it was the first opportunity to actually go down there and cover it. And so I thought that was um, that was a kind of a bucket list moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, everything they say about uh, the Senior Bowl and Mobile that week is true. Um, you know, there's so much going on. Like I randomly ended up, ended up in a bar with Ian Rappaport and, you know, <laughs> the Albert Breers of the world. I'm like, how the hell did I get here? But, um, and it's just, you, this, all this information is being passed around. You'll be at the senior bowl. You're hearing, you know, you're hearing like team, you know, executives talk behind you. Like you're trying not to like eavesdrop, but I'm like, yo, yeah. I'm taking it all in. Um, <laughs> you you meet random, you know, former players or who are now like agents or working in different forms of uh, businesses that are trying to like connect with, you know, the the next budding stars. And it's just a, a it's just a whole bunch of different um, flavors of football people down there. So and you, I made a lot of great relationships um, that week. Um, and got a got a chance to see these players firsthand. You know, we were on the field asking questions, a- analyzing everything, and just taking it all in. But it was a great experience, though. Now, Gail, um, you've uh, Fourth and John has been just like a a great like I don't know, just uh, sound like a conduit for fans. And I guess like for for someone that like I don't know, it's say let's have the next fourth and jumbo what like it feels like networking and just being connected is a very important quality to have like i don't know just being able to just i don't know network is that a is do you feel that's one of your strengths i mean i i think um i've always been a people person but at the end of the day just being genuine and being uh you know what giving back has always been a part of my like family that's that's how I was raised, and just the the fact of like you know we'll have a tailgate and people would just expect they're like how much do I have to pay? I'm like this is all for this is all the brotherly love we don't know in Philadelphia. <laughs> Obviously, it's not always brotherly love in Philadelphia, but just that whole uh, energy is kind of what we put out there. And so I think some people get taken aback by like oh you this is what you guys are about. But um at the end of the day, it's uh it's it's always great to meet people because you know as we travel and go to games all around the country, you're meeting people that you've uh, met at your own events or we're, we try to be everywhere. Cause that's who we are. Like this Eagle stuff is really, I love, I love it. So it's mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're meeting a lot of great people and having a lot of great experiences. Um, you know, I've met a lot of great people. We've had Brian Dawkins on our podcast and that was, that was through meeting his family at the hall of fame. So, there's the great experiences that can be had. Just, you just got to show up. I always tell people you just got to show up and be out there. You'll, you'll meet a lot of great people. We'll we'll talk about the the traveling stuff in a second, but I do want to kind of just dovetail off Chris point um, really quick Um, because again, this show broadcast on 106.5 FM, Philly cam radio to kind of community radio station. A lot of people, you know, there's a lot of younger people who have shows on the station. A lot of people who work, 
either on the radio, the TV side down in Philly cam. And a lot of people want to break into the sports media business. Like they want to be, you know, they want to start their own podcast. They want to have their own video series. They want to, you know, do some of the stuff that you've already done, you know, in your career. So again, if you're, you know, talking to, you know, say a 14, 15, 16 year old out there who wants to be, you know, in the business, in the space, what kind of advice would you give them? Um, It's something that I don't really um, publicly like say, but I do mentor a lot of people in, in the on the back end like a lot of you know people i'll see you know put out content and, and i'll, I'll kind of you know if they have questions you can always, always ask me but I, like coming from my experience i've done what you know like i and i've worked in media i work with uh paramount nickelodeon mtv i've done that for the last 20 something years but i always wanted to get into my own you know sports lane um so i started with uh my own blog back in the day and like mm-hmm. and um it's called skinnypost.com and it was NFL related, but, you know, putting in the work, um, putting in the time and effort and connecting again, going back to your networking. Um, I've been doing this for the last 15 years. So it's like, I've seen, um, I've seen, I've seen how it's blossomed and I've seen how I've gotten to, you know, NBC sports found me the first time by me putting out my own draft content, my own work and uh, go, trusting the process along the way. <laughs> Um, but I think it's just uh, if you really want to make it in this industry or, you know, I think in this new new media era that we live in, there's no there is no more excuses for people. Um, you, you have the opportunity right at your fingertips to make content and great content like you can or you can sit on the on the sideline and make fun and poke at other people who are trying to put out content. But or you could do it yourself like, you know, and, and I, I, I kind of fall on that line like make your own own content if people like it they like it and mm-hmm. at the end of the day you know you make your own lane and and do what you do what you do what you like i'm talking with gail saunders a uh, host and co-founder of fourth and john you can follow him at eagle sessions on twitter uh, before we get into the draft i gotta circle back for a second because this is what we do on the show how was the food down in Mobile, Alabama? You got to tell us about the food, man. I saw the pictures. I saw I saw a lot of that social media stuff going on. Like, I saw I, the I, you going, so like I need to know, man. I, I had a coming to Jesus moment as I was <laughs> eating the barbecue because I was like, I heard all this about this Bama barbecue. I hear all the draft analysts talk about when I was in uh, Mobile. This is where I went. I'm like, okay, right, what, right, let, right. so I got down there, um, and shout out to some, uh, you know, some local some local friends, they brought me to the right spots. And let me tell you, I don't know what they infuse it with. I, I was saying that they might infuse it with crack because I'm like this stuff. I don't know. I, it, it was on another level. And I just never, I had never had these, the, 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 I've never had these kind of spices. There's, there's something in there that I'm like, I, I don't know if you put an old dirty sock in there or what there's something it's kicking. Um, but I, I just couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was. I had some gator while I was down there as well. Okay. Yeah, so so you're telling me that that Meemaw's in the back kind of doing a little something, putting a little something extra in the, in the, uh, I, in the pot? I don't, I don't know what it was, but everyone was asking me, like, bro, that food looked really good that you posted, man. Like, <laughs> was it that good? I'm like, no, it was just that good. <laughs> I, we don't, I, I don't know. We, we don't have that up here up north. We don't. I don't know. We don't. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, no, it's not. And I, no, I saw the pictures as well. And that was the thing. It's like, I never, I had never really, I mean, the senior bowl is a you know, big event, but I never said, hey, you know, like, I'd like to go down to Mobile for the senior bowl. But I mean, like, it looked like you guys had a good time and you looked like you guys ate well. So I'm like, ah, you know what, maybe at some point, you know, Mobile, Alabama, not a bad spot to visit. I mean, there's, but the, the thing about that whole, that whole week, it was just like, if the senior, senior bowl is one thing, the game itself is one thing, but mm-hmm. the, the week leading up to the senior bowl is where all, the juice happens. Um, it just like they had a they had a closed off practice, and because it was supposed to be a, like a tornado or like uh, storms down there, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like closed off. So we were we wore our Eagles um, attire, and I guess it was closed to outside media. But we were like, "We'll wear our Eagle stuff. We'll show up. We'll walk through." They thought of, they thought we were Eagle Scouts. So I was like, "Hey," <laughs> I was like, "Here, here we are. I'm standing next to Dan Marino. I'm like." <laughs> what's up dan you know but i was just like trying to play it cool but you, you, you and you, it was just a great you know you're seeing the eagle scouts and you're seeing andy weidel and the, um you stand there and like who are they looking at who are they looking at? okay that's who you're looking at okay um so you're just taking notes the whole time i'm like i was really walking around taking mental notes uh writing things down and trying to just do the backstroke and every all the information that i was learning down there so i met i met a lot of great people as well no, it sounds like sounds like you got, looked and sound like you guys had an awesome time down in Mobile. And let's talk about the draft. Let's kind of get into it because um, again, you're a big draft expert, or at least you you love the draft a lot. I don't I don't know if you want to call yourself an expert. I know some people are. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to be no draft elitist because like everyone has opinions. Like right, right. I just tell people to watch the tape. You figure it out. So 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 what positions do you think the Eagles need to focus on as as we're a week out from the draft? You know I I. You know the 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 regular statement would be like best player available, right? That's kind of what you want to hit at. Um, but we do know our 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 beloved Eagles have not uh, went out and picked up a free agent wide receiver, right? Like you, you saw the market uh, today's prices are not yesterday's prices. To quote <laughs> um, Fat Joe, okay, right. so. Um, you see what it looks like out there. You know, the, the fact that Debo Samuel, who's kind of like trying to get a new contract out here, which I, I, I wholeheartedly agree that anytime a player can get leverage, you you take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Even though it, it might look dirty or whatever, or whatever what, the way it looks, if you have an opportunity to use that leverage, take advantage of it. Um, so if you're, you want to spend $25 million a year for a wide receiver, a year, um, or you can look at Devontae Smith, who's drafted tenth overall. His his whole contract for the next five years will be twenty million. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is where we're at. So like looking at the draft, um, I'm 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 really looking at wide receiver one uh, A to one B. Um, I think it's it really matches the board and our needs as well. And and some players who love the Eagles by the name of Garrett Wilson, who is a Eagle stand. So, I mean, the, the fact that you get a guy like potentially get a guy like that. Uh, I mean, there's guys like, um, you know, it's, it's Garrett Wilson. It's uh, Drake London, Chris Alave. Drake London is the big body type, uh, a guy who can play X, you play slot. You want the big slot. Um, you know, people are calling him anywhere from J jaw to, Mike Evans, like, please, like, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty wide chasm right there. I, I saw that on the timeline yesterday. I was like, if you're saying Jake, like, just say you didn't watch the film, 
because <laughs> I shout out to my, my friend Michelle that I met down in um, at Mobile who works for USC. Is he's a she's assisting uh, um, Lincoln Riley uh, over at USC. But I was like, tell me, I was like, I said, tell me about Drake London. Is he poor man's Mike Evans? <laughs> Because I, because I, I didn't, go, I didn't go low. I, I always go high with the like. If I, Mike Evans, she's like, she's like, she's like, f no, take off the poor man's. She's oh. like, he, she's like, he is like Mike Evans. And I was like, that's, I was like, you know, you, you've, because she saw it from the beginning. You know, the process of, whole process of Drake London, big body type, basketball background, um, very humble. Um, he, he's a guy who could have played. He played at USC. Uh, played basketball and decided to full uh, go full throttle with uh, being a football player. So you're talking about a big body type that we don't have opposite, you know, across the way. I mean, you have Dallas Goddard, but we're talking about a guys that can win these one-on-one situations consistently. Yeah. Uh, he's a guy who, um, let's see, he misses, he makes people, you know, you know, he'll he'll make uh, people miss, break tackles, like you know, it's every. Mm-hmm. 3.3 uh reception point i mean every every like third reception he's making a guy miss if you want to uh have a comparison chris alave every 19 receptions he's making someone miss hmm. and you know we we would always talk about um um zach Ertz. he was around 18 <laughs> receptions he'd make a person miss so you think about alave right. a guy who's a, a he's a very He's he's a, he's a smooth route runner. I think if you're talking about a guy who can get open, he's a guy that um, he's not going to break a lot of tackles. You know, he he he's he's a burner as well. But it's the in this draft, there's a lot of wide receivers, a lot of different flavors. You, you know, everyone was up on Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Right. The big hands, the big mitts. His game isn't as refined as some of these other guys as as a route runner. Um, I think his stock is is dropped a little bit, but um, talking about other positions, you know, like cornerback would be a, this this would be a perfect time to get a young cornerback in here. Mm-hmm. Last time we drafted a corner in the first round is two thousand and two. Lido Shepard. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, come, come on, how how old are we now? Like, <laughs> twenty years, twenty years older. I don't want to put the ages out there. But you know. Uh, I don't so, think I was able. I don't think I was able to drink legally the last time the Eagles uh, drafted a quarterback. So <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it's been a minute. I mean, so I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, you, you could go the Steven Nelson route. Wait, wait um, to get your guy. But um, I think it's time to marry a, a young, talented corner. You know, uh, Sauce Gardner mm-hmm. with Sauce and Slay would be tremendous. Like. I might have a lot of Fourth and John T-shirts being made for uh, for for sauce and slay. Sauce and slay would be that would be my new barbecue flavor line. (laughs) Sauce and slay, slay that sauce. I like you. I like you. You can't keep giving these ideas away for free, though, Gail man. Hey man, that's what I do, man. That's what I do online. Um, Once again, yesterday's price is not today. Like I like we're already we're already up in the stock for Fourth and John just just by talking about the draft. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, but like I th- like these these cornerbacks, like you know, there's McDuffie out of Washington. You know, his his stock is I think higher um, with 
NFL folks. You know, I, I know some fans like him too, but I feel like the NFL probably loves him more. Um, I think uh, Booth from Clemson, uh, he, he did have a uh, sports hernia surgery, I believe. So, you know, but he's a guy that people people will love as well. So, I mean, like there, there are guys there that could be had. I mean, Jordan Davis, everybody loves a big, uh, strong defensive lineman in the city of Philadelphia. If you go back to Reggie White and yeah. uh, um, Jerome Brown days. Um, but Jordan Davis, freaky traits. Um, tested well athletically. Uh, I think his his diet could be questioned. Like he, he, he <laughs> did lose. He's saucing and He's saucing and slanted down there. But he could be like I, I mean, if he was in Philadelphia. The, I think the endorsements would roll in. Like for you know, this, people would love this dude. Like he he'd be at he'd like have a cheesesteak or I could just see him on the billboards. A guy that big. He's he's a freak of nature. Uh, you're just hoping that he. Like he he mentioned that he was um his conditioning wasn't as great as it needed to be. He has he's now switched to eating organic gummy bears at night. <laughs> you know, he, he's he's falling back on the sweets. Uh, says he likes to make music and he, and he eats snacks late at night. Uh, but if you're just talking about a guy who Fletcher Cox isn't going to be here right. forever. So, I mean, you, you do have to think about... He was almost not going to be here this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to think about life after Cox. I mean, it's it could be weird, you know, Javon Hargrave is out here, Milton Williams, mm-hmm. who's got, who's got the... He can switch from inside to outside. So, adding another young piece would be nice. Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia, his teammate, I recently had a domestic situation. I think it was a family domestic thing. Um, but those two guys are right in line with um, the, the the players that you're thinking at 15 and 18. But we're in a good spot where yeah. teams that are looking to to draft a quarterback behind us, you know, the Saints, uh, the Steelers, could easily move into 15 to grab a quarterback that that falls as well. Yeah, um, you mentioned a couple guys, and you were talking about Chris Olave. Um, earlier earlier this week, you guys had your bang the table uh, show, and I know there was some some disagreement with with Chris Olave. I don't have to kind of go into those details, but who is your who are your and you mentioned some of the guys that you like at fifteen and eighteen, but who are some of your other guys that you would quote unquote bang the table for uh, for the Eagles, whether it be either at fifteen or eighteen or maybe in the, in the second or third round? Um, let's see. I mean, there's, there's there's I mean, with this draft, there's so many. Like when people are like, "Oh, who do you like?" I'm, I'm like, "What does the board tell me?" Because at the time of the draft, it could it could easily shift. So, if you don't go, you know, DT early, you know, you you want to look at certain positions that fit the need and the, the the strength of the board. D line is very deep in terms of edge rushers, mm-hmm. and there's you know there's some sp- solid defensive tackles later, like a Paramon Winfrey from uh, Oklahoma. He's a guy in the second round that um could could give you that value. Um, Travis Jones from UConn, another guy who, who made his made some money down at, at the Senior Bowl in the second round. I would like Jalen Petrie, a versatile. We're talking about the guy that could come in like a not a, not be Malcolm Jenkins, but that versatile versatile uh, defensive um, defensive back. He can play slot corner, can be the hang defender, free safety, um, strong safety. Um, uh, let's see, Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. 
He um, was uh, Ritter's favorite weapon out there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's He looks like um, – what's his name from – I'm trying to think who he looks like. Um, but, he, I mean, he's going to get slept on. He's the big, he's the big tall, white receiver. <laughs> who will get who will get compared to like every other white every receiver out there? Yeah, you, you know, but he's got athletic. He's super athletic, man, and super fast. Uh, running around the four fours, got the basketball background as well. His brother played uh, for the Tar Heels as well, but he's a guy that's being kind of slept on. Um, that I would bang the table for. Um, Calvin Austin the third. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the small wide receiver types are near dear to my heart. Five. Eight one seventy, but he's a psycho as a uh, punt returner. Uh, you know, he's a guy that um, he he burned everyone down at the Senior Bowl. And you're you're talking about everyone's talking about Sauce Gardner. You go back and watch the tape. He's got a couple plays against Sauce Gardner, kind of put him in a blender. Okay, got a got a penalty on him. So if you go back through his tape, he's a he's a guy who you can line him up all over the place. Kind of a gadgety, but he, he he stands his own as a real wide receiver. So now, uh, now Gail, um, I know Eagles fans just love to they're they're just content every day. Um, and I know that they had a lot of, and I knew they were content about the free agency status. Um, are you okay with how they're approaching just building the team? Because I feel that like I don't know a lot of, and this is just a fan DNA thing. Like they're just closer than they are. And I've always felt that this was, and I said this last year, this is like a two-year plan. In two off-seasons and maybe three drafts, they like get it right. And they're not they're not overpaying. They're not Jacksonville. They're not like, I mean, they paid a premium for Hassan Reddick. That's a premium position of a massive area of need. That's great. But they're still trying to find the, the bargain. They bring back Anthony Harris. They, I mean, um, they, they bring Kazir White for a, a one-year prove-it deal. Are you okay with the way that they're kind of approaching team building? Uh, you, you look at that Super Bowl run year, and they, I, I was calling it balling on a budget. They 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 <laughs> put a masterpiece of like one one-year deals and prove-it deals, and, and guys who had were coming from you know coming from different situations that either they were betting on themselves in, in a form and bringing guys that were former leaders. We spoke with Chris Long about how, you know, he, he came in and kind of like pitched himself to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just bring in a, a wide array of different skill sets, but at a at a at a priced, well priced, um, at, a, at a nice price point. So it's like as much as you're out here to really trying to like get some of these high priced free agents and players, it's tough. It's a tough scene when you're like. You know, you're trying to like save for the future in terms of draft capital. If you if you're not sold on Jalen Hurts, in which I don't think they're sold on him yet. I mean, they're, they they will put on theatrics when they have to. When you <laughs> when you know they're in the back room trying to cheating. put deals. They're always they're always <laughs> cheating. They're always looking. <laughs> no, like I me and Roy mentioned this last week. It's like. Well, like at some point, your significant other is going to get annoyed, right? Like, like I feel like Jalen Hurts is playing the good song. I, I mean, because this is—I think this is a question you got to ask any Eagles pundit at this point—is what do you what do you think about Jalen Hurts? I feel like I don't know. He probably earned 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 another chance for twenty twenty two, but other than that, I don't. 
I mean, do I slightly disagree with just the fervor of the flirting the Eagles are doing? Yes. But do I question the the reason for the flirting? I don't. My thing is with Jalen is like, you know, I know he's been in different uh, offenses and different offensive coordinators. It's like musical chairs. Um, but like at the end of the day, you whatever you put on tape is what you put on tape. So it's like I feel like – with Jalen, it's like he's in a dating phase with the Eagles. Um, there's a point in time where they are they going to put a ring on it? Not <laughs> not not saying the Super Bowl ring, but I'm just saying, are they going to put a ring on it and give him that check? Like, are, are you has he done enough to warrant getting paid thirty plus million dollars a year? Right. And if and if you can ask yourself that, and if you hesitate in your own mind, I'll, that that'll be a, a trick for anyone. Just ask yourself. Are you are you okay with paying him thirty five million dollars a year, which is the going rate for some of these quarterbacks that are top ten, top fifteen, whatever? It's what that's what the going rate is. So if you hesitate, if you pull a little hezzy, um, <laughs> that means that you're not comfortable yet. And I'm 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 at the point where like you have to show me more consistency as a passer, um, and the way that we're being defended, like you can you can bracket either Goddard or Devontae Smith, and then let our wide receiver two and three try and beat you, right. which teams are like, go ahead, go ahead, Rager. Go ahead. You know, Quez, Quez can get deep, and he's a vertical guy, but can be could be a consistent number two. I mean, they're selling him right now as a number two. Jalen right now, they're like shopping him on the back, and we all kind of figure that out. Um, and, and they're putting out the teams are calling for Jalen Rager. Meanwhile, it's how he like, yo, could you put this out? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Shop is open. We're, we're taking we're taking off. <laughs> taking calls. Um, well, 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 let me but let me let me ask you a question. Let me put you in Howie's shoes, right? Because again, you've seen the reports, you know, they brought in Kenny Pickett for a visit. You know, they you know called Liberty to see what the deal was with Malik Willis. They inquired about Russell Wilson. Like if you were in the Eagles position, would you be this quote unquote out there looking for another quarterback? Like if I was not like again, if I was in love with the if, if I was in if love you, if you were with you, the QB. You tell if you were you. That's not no. We're not doing this. If you were you, you watch the film. You watch as many in the games just like we do. If you were Howie and you were you, would you be hunting for a quarterback like the Eagles have this offseason? I would be lurking. Okay, I would be lurking, and I, and, and it's and it's like because at the end of the day, it's not it's it's always the, the helmet, you know, for me. It's never, it's never the Philadelphia Wences or the Philadelphia Jalen's or it's always about the team and the, the future of this team. And like, we're looking at it the NFL is a passing league, right? So mm-hmm. there's only a certain amount of time of where the league will begin to figure you out. So if they start to f- figure out your tendencies and I mean, look at, I mean, just look at the, the Bucks game, dude, we couldn't do. Yeah. diddly squat I mean, you go go yeah. up against a a talented football team and if our offense is two one dimensional um do i do i believe in hurts as a player and a teammate i think he's he's got a leadership quality that is kind of like you know he he is what he is like i've heard from you know players have said you know they the, the relationship that they've formed with him is strong. The bond is strong. And he's mm-hmm. a guy that has held those younger guys together. Um, 
I think he's just he's got a really great presence. Um, he doesn't have to say much to get come across with some of because I, I believe he he lives in this whole coach speak. Like that's he's raised by a coach. He lives in that world. He's really that, that's really what he's about. And I think players love that about him. Um, I just think I'm willing to give him another year and see see if it happens. I mean, we do have draft capital next year to. That's why I mean you you yeah you, you got to have a backup plan, you know. And it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. As a player, I want him to be. I mean, for him as a player, I want him to be offended by all this I, for him. I want him to Michael Jordan, this thing. And he's like, and I took that, you know, like right, personal, right, right. but you like, just, you just don't want the quarterback to go in the tank. Like the, like the previous guy, you know, not to say that, um, you know, Bill Walsh, you know, in, or Jalen is like Steve young, but he, he brought in Steve young when, you know, Joe Montana was like, what, you know, in, if you're not offended and you're not willing to fight for your position, what, what kind of competitive nature do you have in the first place? So I need to just, I want, I need him to be offended and be like, Hey, like, this is my job. I'm going to fight for every, you know, snap that I get or mm-hmm. my, you know, for my position here, like it, nothing is, nothing is easy and he's got an opportunity, but like for me, you have to give him a weapon this year, mm-hmm. which we're heading to wide receiver one in the draft for me. Like, you can get a guy that can separate. There's guys there on the board. Like if you don't get him a weapon early, then you're you're setting him up for failure. We've all we've all seen the Matt McNabb era where you know Todd Pinkston and James Thrash out here. That's balling on a a safe. That's not ball. <laughs> that's not balling on a budget. We, yeah. Like we we were crying for a wide receiver. So get him get him get him a weapon if you want to see him succeed. Now you mentioned guys fighting for their jobs, and there's another guy who he shares, you know, the backfield with, who might be fighting for some carries this year. Um, I want to get your take on on Miles Sanders because Chris and I kind of go back and forth with Miles Sanders. Um, I personally think he's a good running back because yards per carry is nice. You know, he's got that elusive, you know, breakaway quality. But I mean, we've seen multiple coaching staffs now who haven't kind of embraced him as that bell cow number one every down running back. Um, do you think that changes this year? And is there something that we're missing with Miles Sanders or, or, or is there something that's going to be unlocked that we just haven't seen yet? My thing with Miles is he's he has the ability to be a home run threat. Um, his consistency of, uh, you know, can he be a bell cow? I don't think he's showed that he can be a bell cow. I was, you know, fighting for him to get those touches, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have one at one point I put out a mean last year, last season where it was the Wilt Chamberlain you know, a hundred, right. it, it was the, well, it was the Miles Sanders. It was like two carries or something like that. <laughs> and it was just like, you're like, what, what's going on here? Like, is there like something, a disconnect? But I, I believe, uh, you know, I think, you know, him putting on that stage that he just put out a couple of weeks, like to me, that was like something staged where he's out in Houston. He's got a little cute saying on his t-shirt and like you know it's like he's he's putting this is theatrical right now because he's like he's not feeling like he's being respected whether it's i I think the fans i mean i think the fan base is kind of split in terms of what they think he is as a player Mm -hmm. um but like you know gamewell's here doing some of the the things that he can do in space as a 
Miles Sanders said that Gainwell had the best hands on the team. That's what the, that's out of his, his own words. Mm-hmm. I saw him down there um, at an open practice, like putting in work. But I, I believe Miles Sanders is a guy. He 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 hasn't has he shown enough to get that second contract? Like, do you feel again? Yeah. This is the whole marriage scenario. This is part you put a ring on it with the second contract. Do you feel good with that? Are you ready to meet the family? I'm lurking more for a next for the next running back than I am the next quarterback. I okay. like I just never like one. I'm just anti right giving running backs an, a, a second deal, and especially with with Miles, I just feel like it's been every game, and it's not just a carry. It's two or three where he's just leaving food on his plate. Like and like, I don't know. And I feel like I don't know with this line. And you could argue it was probably the best line of football last year. There were there were home runs to be had, and he just instead of going to right field, he hit it to left field. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I, be, I believe that I, I'm I'm the same kind of mindset. I'm like I would draft a running back in the third to fourth round yeah. every year. Like, yeah. and, and like I'll use you up. I'm going to use you up. Yeah. I'm like, that's like why Debo Samuel doesn't want to be a running back because they know that, like, I don't know, their time is their time. Like, I, I mean, even the really good running backs barely get the second deals. And when they do, like Christian McCaffrey, I mean, like, they're broken down the second they sign that piece of paper. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that point where you're like Boopy Miles, you know, like, you know, he, you know, have you seen, have you seen, you know, I can't play football no more. You're like, <laughs> I, I will use you till you get to that moment. And then I'm like, we're going to use the next, we're going to the next guy. Cause you see, you see how running backs out here get hurt. Every running back that's got paid out here is pretty much got hurt. And they're trying to move on in some form or fashion. And look at Ezekiel Elliott. He's yeah. now getting outplayed sort of in a way, by Pollard, who is what? A fifth-round selection. This is what you do. And, and like, it's, there's no, you know, like, I was having an argument, not an argument, but uh, with my co-host, Evan, just about, because he's, he's all about Kenneth Walker mm-hmm. in the second round, which, like, I, like, right now you have Miles Sanders. Like, if you draft Kenneth uh, Walker in the second, you're trading Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't go... Kenneth Walker early. There's Jerome Ford's from Cincinnati, you know, Damian Pierce from Florida, you know, you got James Cook, uh, Dalvin Cook's brother from Georgia. I mean, there's there's guys that you could get in the third or fourth round that can give you serviceable, interchangeable play. Um, without because uh, drafting a running back in the second round is is that's that's nice capital these days. No, it is. It is. And, and you mentioned Kenneth Gainwell. Um, and he's one of the young guys. I think all three of us are probably probably really bullish on. Um, is there are there other guys on the Eagles roster right now that you're kind of you know you you feel good about like young talent like a Kenneth Gainwell, maybe a Josh Sweat, maybe somebody along those lines who you, who maybe we're not talking about enough as Eagles fans, but who you think have a pretty decent future? Um, let's see. It's it's. I mean, I mean, obviously Dallas Garner is he a young guy anymore? I mean, he's a guy that I've back in the day predicted that the Eagles should look at and forecasted him taking Zach Ertz's job like before he was even drafted. So, I mean, for him, he he's kind of blossomed, but I feel feel like he has to take that next level. But I, he's shown the traits to be that. I think, again, I think more consistency in the pass game could help yeah. everyone. I, I do think Quez Watkins, coming from where he was drafted, he's shown up. 
Um, we saw him in open practices. I saw him. Uh, I went to the Jets open practice, you know, with Patriots, you know, uh, you know, um, during the preseason, he consistently showed up. So, I mean, I, I think he deserves some respect in terms of consistently being uh, going above and beyond, um, I think, for his pay rate. Like, I think he's he's not expected to be that guy, but he's he's been that guy um, for them. Um, let's see. I think, let's see, lineman-wise, I mean – Melade, a young budding star. He's also a uh, singer as well. If you saw him on the Mass yeah, Singer, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> he's he's been a guy who I want. I had him in my mock draft years ago in the seventh round. Everyone was like, "Who's this? The dude from Australia?" I'm mean, like, "Yeah, the dude from Australia. Mm. That's gonna be." And they were like, "You're just saying." It. I'm like, "Bro, a stout. If Stoutland handpicked this dude, like, I'm good. I'm good right. with it." Right. Um, what what's his name from Alabama? Um, our second round pick, Leonard Dickerson. Yes, I feel I feel like he, as long as I mean, if he stays healthy, he's a guy who interchangeable piece uh, can play center, can play guard. I think he he does, he he had a he had a phenomenal year mm-hmm. and stayed healthy. Yeah. Um, younger guys, other young. I mean, uh, Devontae Smith, a route oh, guy, yeah, junior. Yeah. He's a guy. Um, I ended up meeting his family down in Tampa. Amazing. I'll use, I met his father. Who now you realize why why he's quiet. His father's super quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, his family very chill. Um, but yeah, Devontae Smith. He's he's a guy who's a he's he's a he's a silent killer, man. Like I feel like he doesn't he doesn't have to say too much. He just puts in the work and the, the work ethic. I thought would rub off a little bit on Jalen Rager. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was it was how oh. maybe it did, and we just you know maybe it just you know for some guys it just doesn't click. I mean, yeah, it's just his, his father's out here in people's DMs. Um, I'm, I'm just like, I was like, did did anyone learn? I was like, you worked for the Eagles, man. Yeah. Like, what are, you, what are you out here doing? Yeah. yeah. Well, ho- hopefully he fi- he finds uh, a better place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Jalen Rager is a guy. I think we can agree to probably just just needs a fresh start. I mean, I think he has talent and 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 you know ability. Um, but I just it's a me- it's it's a it's a mental like to me it's a mental game, dude. Yeah, mental. Yeah. I was I saw up close and personal on that drop. Oh, mm-hmm. that uh, I the whole crowd was in <laughs> shambles on that one, on yeah. that one. So yeah. so so it sounds like you 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 know you have a pretty good feel of the roster like you like a lot of guys on the roster, you know is it crazy for us to think that the Eagles could you know given a good draft and you know health and things like that is it crazy to think that this team could could win the division this year? No, not at all. I I, I do think they as a team you know in the trench also in the trench trench warfare is really where they're at and where they have been pouring money into. Um, I think they're strong there. I think their defense as a whole. I feel like the interior of the uh, the, the secondary and the linebacker play. It's got to tighten up for this defense to work. I think you know as much people will kill Gannon for. I'm I'm like, does he have the pieces out here? Like you 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 want T.J. Edwards has been a a great story for an undrafted free agent. 
Um, but is he rangy in the middle of the field to be out here? You know, you got safeties that are playing all the way in China. They're way back there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're you're like, really, dude? They're like, <laughs> like if you, if you got your safeties way back here, that means you're going to have to have an athletically rangy player to like man the middle of the field. So yeah. like if, if uh, you know, is our secondary um, our our safeties like you know we got we got Harris, but we had we had we had Rodney McLeod. Are they rangy these days? No. Right. So if we get better talent, Kyle Hamilton, who might <laughs> fall from, cross your fingers on that one. That would be that would be nice. But I mean, he's a, he's got some range. Football IQs there. Um, and then we're not Eagle fans. We're not drafting a linebacker. Don't waste your time <laughs> and your little mocks. <laughs> you little, I, I get like, angry. Mean ever like like ever like like I, I mean like maybe in the eighth round when he's like no I feel like I, no I feel that like I don't like there has to be a line of demarcation in Howie's mind to say okay we're never like this against goes against my religion and my ethos to draft a, a linebacker in the first round so let's get that out but the sec like I mean they they have five picks in the first two days so I mean like. There has to be a spot in Howie's religion next to quarterback flirting and say, I can take a linebacker in like the with the last pick of day of, of day two. Like, I, I mean, like, because it, it is like you said, Gail, it, it's a glaring. I mean, they've been living off the Alex Singletons of the world for the last two years. And for this Jonathan Gannon defense to like to give this guy a fair shake, I, I mean, because he's apparently the devil incarnate like Jim Schwartz was. But, I mean, I don't think he was that bad. I think if you give him some extra talent, he might actually end up being pretty good. I mean, Kaiser White makes me feel like, again, you know, you got, you got guys replacing players that, you know, Kaiser White, he's, he, he should be, in theory, better than what we had. Um, you have Hassan Reddick better than what you had Avery doing in his defense. Um, so, I mean, just thinking about some of the linebackers that, you know, Quay Walker from Georgia – He's not the no, he's not the Kobe Dean, uh, um, in ter- terms of uh, I, I just just say you know, Kobe Dean is like a heat sinking missile, um, but I think Quay Walker from athletic size profile, he's got some range, can run. Um, we interviewed Chad Muma, who's one of my favorites. Um, in the second round, he's he's a guy, you know, if you're trying to go, I wanted him in the third round, but if you the way that he's interviewing. He's a very impressive, you know. If he's is he going to follow the Owen Wilson from um, from uh, his his former teammate at Wyoming, ended up Logan playing Wilson, with yeah yeah. The Bengals, I yeah. call him, him Owen Wilson, <laughs> the actor Logan Wilson, yeah. uh, the linebacker. I showed I showed Chad Muma a, a clip of Logan Wilson intercepting a ball, and he actually did the same. It almost looked like. I tricked him. I was like, oh, look at Logan Wilson making this interception. And Chad Moon was like, oh, that's me. And it was the same play. <laughs> uh, drafted in the third round. I mean, Chad Moon was a guy that um, you're hoping that he, he's two-time captain. He, he, he no wasted steps. Linebacker is going, is going to get in there. Phil, we'll talk about linebackers that fill. We, we, need, we need linebackers that can fill. 
Yeah, no, no, we definitely need linebackers that that fill. But again, given Howie's track record, I don't expect too much. Um, we're talking with Gail, uh, Gail Saunders, Eagle Sessions, at Eagle Sessions on Twitter, host and co-founder of 4th and John and legendary meme creator on the Twitter <laughs> machine. So again, if you guys are on the Twitter machine, please follow um, at Eagle Sessions because he comes with the out-of-pocket memes um, every now and then um, to kind of, you know, kind of kind of gauge the temperature of Eagles fans um, in, in, in certain situations. I, I have to kind of pull you behind the curtain, Gail. It's your first time on with us. I got to pull you behind the curtain. There's a couple days in the county, in the, I'll say the football calendar, that are very special to me. And one of those days is coming up in a couple of weeks. I know you saw the news that came out earlier this week that the NFL schedule is being released on May 12th. Oh, you're a big schedule guy, huh? I'm a, I'm a schedule guy. I'm a huge schedule guy. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm that, I am that guy. But when the schedule comes out, I'll pull out the pencil. I'll do, do the W's and L thing. But I'm also the road trip guy, too. So I'm also looking at, at the good road trips. And I know you 4th and John guys. I know you guys are out there on the streets. You've been to a lot of these cities. You've been to a lot of these tailgates. And you kind of know what the scene's about. So I have to ask you for your, your professional opinion. Because Eagles have a couple of nice-looking road trips on this 2022 schedule. So as a man who's kind of been out there and seen some of these towns firsthand. Tell me, you know, what are some of the, what are the cities out there that, that you have your eye on? Uh, I'm looking at Arizona. Okay. Arizona would be, I think a cool vibe. There's a lot of Eagle fans down there. Which, which Now that might be a Mexico city game. A lot of people are talking about a possible move to Mexico city for that game. Really? Um, yeah. Oh. They're saying that that's one of the games and the Eagles, according to reports, the Eagles have told the NFL they're kind of interested in kind of being one of those Mexico city teams. So we could see Fletcher Cox in the yeah, Eagles fans crossing mask. the border. That just sounds yeah, like a bad documentary. Me. Like, like a girl No, I, I, I mean, that's why I feel like, I don't know, like Eagles, because I've been on dozens of trips and like, I don't know, it really is a great way to just have camaraderie and just like, I don't know, you're, you're there literally for the same reason. So, I, I mean, it's a pretty good starting point. But, I mean, they they go Philly. And that really is the only way to kind of state it. And, like, I don't know, like, there there comes with stuff. When you do Philly, there's, there's a lot of stuff that happens. So, I would probably keep it in the continental United States. Well, that's kind of that's the continent. That's the same continent. I mean, we're good. Like you know, it's like it's outside of the U.S. I, I can see Eagle fans getting locked up down there. I've I've had friends that went to Mexico. Like, oh, we're just going over for the night, and then next thing you know, they're in uh, in a back alley yeah, and they're yeah. getting shook down by uh, police down there. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Uh, it happened to one of my my buddies. He was like, he's like, all I wanted to just was to have a good birthday. <laughs> and uh, I got shook, down, got shook down. I had to pay off people. Uh, but yeah, it could be a bad scene out there. A Houston would be nice. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm so trying Houston, to think. Houston and Phoenix are your, your, your top two out of because there's Chicago, Detroit, Houston, Indianapolis, and Arizona. Of course, you got the NFC East teams, but you know, forget those for a second. But you're saying Houston and Phoenix are probably the, the top two spots this year? <sighs> you know. I mean, there, 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 there's some of the ones that I, then Chicago, trying to, I'm kind of interested in, in eating some deep dish, mm-hmm. pizza, or you pie. You gotta find the food element in, in what the they trips. Call, I, yeah, I, like you gotta add that in there. That, that's the key. That's the key. Um, Indianapolis would have been cool if once was there because that would have been. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing cool, or they say it's cold in the D in Detroit. Cold in the D. So cold in the D. 
Um, not sure if I'm. I, I would go. I would go if yeah, anyone yeah. wants to take a road trip. Like, are you guys? I'm, do you guys road trip? Absolutely. We've done a we've done a we've done a couple. We went to New Orleans the, back with that year when it uh, got blown out, you know, by like a thousand points when Wentz was trash. Um, yeah, so yeah, like like I look at, at some point this year, you know, given everything that's happened the last couple of years, like I'll probably be at one of these games. I went yeah, to the Tampa wise. game. The Tampa game um, was it was like a, we went into like a buzzsaw. Like I, we did like a road tailgate. Yeah, uh, and we had a lot of Eagle fans showed up and. I, you know, shout out to Mrs. Slay. She showed up to her tailgate that game. Nice. Um, but it was definitely, I paid, their scene, their parking scene, I paid, you guess how much I paid for parking. Well, see, here's the thing, because I know L.A. is expensive. I can't imagine Tampa's as expensive as L.A. So I'll, for the, for, I'll, the first, for some reason, the playoffs, they were, go ahead, I'll let you guess. $200. 75 bucks. Up from two, up from two hundred. Go are ahead. You serious? Wait, did you park a limo? Like, what are we? Like, what are we doing here? Wait, do we? Wait, three hundred dollars? It wasn't five hundred dollars. So I, well, I paid for two parking spots. Okay. I paid six hundred. You have dollars. Jeez. But the the the, 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 the crazy helicopter. I'm like, are you guys insane? I'm like, yo, I I got people. I had people coming to meet us, so it's like I can't not have you a parking spot. Yeah. And Woo. where we were, I was like six hundred dollars on parking. My goodness, that hurt, that um, hurt my soul. I'm not even there. So I'm like, hey, at least people had a good time. So when yeah. people yeah. when people are just like, hey, man, I was like, this is what we're willing to do. Make sure you guys have a good time. So it was, we still had a good time, except right, nah. that after the game, we got slaughtered. I mean, now, Gail, is that a certain now, Gail? Is it are the tailgates and just the interactions with fans like the one of your favorite parts of your kind of I don't know, your conglomerate? I, I, it's just meeting crazy Eagle fans. Like, I don't have to like, I don't have to like explain to you what the Eagles mean yeah. to me or you because I, I see it in your eye and I see the I see, I just see it. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, when you meet people that are crazy like you are in terms of the Eagles and you're just like, wow, you like them just like I do. Like, yo, you're, you're crazy like that. Or, you know, I've, some people that were tailgating, they're sending their family members to our tailgates. Like, hey, I got family members. I'm gonna send them our way. They know we're going to, you know, I'll take care of your people's man. They had a good time, man. And um, having those, you know, the, then you're just like looking for the next time that you're all going to be together at another tailgate so it ends up you know i've seen as you travel across the country you'll see eagle fans all over so it's like yeah. it's like having a reunion in different cities and they're like hey man you want to have some gator in in <laughs> alabama like you'll you'll bump into somebody that um that you partied with over the over the years and, and when you guys if and when you guys are fortunate enough to go to a fourth of john tailgate always look for the best dressed man at the tailgate that is gail um, the man is always natally attired, head to you know, toe, just just dripping. This this just dripping. happened. Like this just happened. <laughs> this, this, this just happened. Uh, shout shout out to Bud Light and um, Conchalk and Bakery. They do sponsor our tailgate. We got the fresh tomato pies with players' faces on them. We got the best the Bud tomato Light. pie in the tri-state area. Yeah. I, I can vouch for that one thousand percent. Yeah, Tina is awesome. Um, but yeah, like you know, at the end of the day, man. Uh, we're gonna feed you. Uh, shout out to Evan. He's making cheesesteaks. We we've implemented that, so we make our own cheesesteaks. We had a we had a at our tailgate this year. We had a random situation where we're like tailgating, 
all of a sudden somebody comes up and it's like, Hey, uh, can, can Dr. Oz have a cheesesteak? And we're like, <laughs> okay, right. Dr. Oz. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the one from Oprah, Dr. Oz. I'm like, okay, right, well, right. If he gets, he takes it. He gets a cheat. He, I didn't even know he was an Eagle fan. He's got a, he's got a Randall Cunningham Jersey on. Mm-hmm. Then he, uh, He's like, oh, can I take a photo with you guys? And we're like, okay. Been there, was there for like five, six minutes. Right, right. They, put, they post that on uh, social media and everyone was like going after us for like, you know, you guys are, you know, like, I don't know. You, are you following his politics? I'm like, no. Like, I don't even. <laughs> I was like, what? And, and it's going like, it, yeah, it's haywire. A dude was there for five minutes, got a cheesesteak, and became like this political thing on our oh, timelines. I, I d- d- deleted it. I was like, bro, like, it's not that serious. Like, we just fed him <laughs> a cheesesteak. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Dr. Uh, Oz Oprah. And what, right, right, obviously, right. it is what it is. And you just. It's you, not you feel- that serious. It's no, no. And like, I don't know. You, you know, you've said a lot of insightful things, but that is for me the most insightful. It's an app. It's not that serious. Like, I don't know. Just like, I don't know. Like, just live a little. Like I feel that there's just so many people that existence is 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 dependent on that app. And and like I don't know, like go to a tailgate and and you know meet some people in real life. Yeah. Don't be on the app. Like I don't know. You can kind of like I don't nah, know. I mean because because I'm like uh, I like I told I was on another show and I was just like explaining to them that I was there for twelve hours, and a person who comes to my tailgate for like five minutes and takes a photo and then it's like some story i'm like come on man at the end of the day it's like you know i've i've you know i'm the person that's passing out food to you i'm it's coming from my hand to to your into your hand and or beer like a you know it's it's a good time and at the end of the day it's really just about um having a great experience and eagle fans for me if an eagle fan comes in it's never been to an Eagles game in their life and that they're coming from, I've had friends from Guatemala to like uh, London to you name it all over the world come. And it's their first time at an Eagles tailgate and they chose to party with us. And that, to me, that, you know, I, I that's, you know, that, that makes me feel uh, good that you're having a good time with us. And, no, that, and that's what, yeah, that's what it's all about. Just kind of camaraderie and coming together as fans again, because we all kind of share that common bond you know, of, of loving the Eagles. Um, and you guys, again, at Fourth and Jones do an amazing job of kind of, you know, being kind of like the conduits for, for a lot of fans all over the world. Um, we have like a minute left. So if you want, please just let the folks know how they can follow you on Twitter, how they can follow you guys on YouTube and, you know, what kind of stuff you have, guys have planned coming up. Uh, well, let's see. We're go- we're heading to the Eagles draft party. Um, oh, you're going down. Nice, nice. I was trying to go Vegas. Um, that just didn't work out. Um, but um, we'll be at the Eagles draft party. We'll be doing a live show from start to finish. Oh, day two of, of the draft on Friday. If any of you guys are around, you want to jump on, give your nice. your hot takes. Uh, Saturday <laughs> will be on day three. The whole draft. We're live streaming for like probably eight hours both days. Okay. Um. But uh, if you want to find me on social, I'm at Eagle Sessions on Twitter, on IG. I'm at at, at Gail E Saunders. Um, but I predominantly spend my time on Twitter. Um, you can check us out on at Fourth and John on all, on all socials. Um, our podcast we do live streams, podcasts usually on Tuesday, and sprinkling shows in between. Um, again, uh, if you really want to talk with the birds twenty four seven, hit the DMs. I'm 
I'm I'm always in the DMs. There's a lot of questions, <laughs> a lot of questions. I get random questions all the time. Um, if you're looking for some custom sneakers, you need some you need some drip for these Eagles drip. tailgates. Yeah. <laughs> you let me know. I'm 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 always uh trying to be creative. That's kind of like my uh, safe space. That's my therapy. <laughs> Painting some shoes here and there. But other than that, um, yeah, man, I'm always here. Yeah, so again, give him a follow on Twitter at Eagle Sessions. Follow the Fourth and John crew. Um, again, at Fourth and John on all social media platforms. Gail, man, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate. Thanks it. Thanks a lot, Gail. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me.